Welcome to the Internet Educational Activity entitled Advancing the Pharmacy Team, Innovative Roles for PTCB Certified Pharmacy Technicians. This activity was developed by ASHP Advantage. It was presented live during the 44th ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting and Exhibition on December 7, 2009 in Las Vegas, Nevada. This activity is provided free of charge and it is available from March 1, 2010 through August 31, 2011. It is supported by an educational grant from the Pharmacy Technician Certification Board. This continuing pharmacy education activity was planned to meet the needs of pharmacy technicians and pharmacists who are interested in learning more about expanding roles for pharmacy technicians, training, certification, and the evolution and future of regulation of pharmacy technicians. ASHP is accredited by the Accreditation Council for Pharmacy Education as a provider of continuing pharmacy education. This activity provides two hours of continuing pharmacy education credit. The estimated time to complete this activity is two hours. Its ACPE Universal Activity Number is 204-000-09-201-H04P. And for pharmacy technicians, 204-000-09-201-H04T. This activity consists of three audio segments, a post-test, and post-activity evaluation. An optional handout containing continuing pharmacy education information, slides, references, and post-test questions is available at www.ashpadvantage.com forward slash podcasts. Participants must listen to the entire activity and then take the activity post-test and complete the post-activity evaluation online to receive continuing pharmacy education credit. A minimum score of 70% is required on the test for credit to be awarded. Participants may print their official statement of CPE credit immediately. In accordance with the Accreditation Council for Continuing Medical Educations and the Accreditation Council for Pharmacy Education's Standards for Commercial Support, ASHP Advantage requires that all individuals involved in the development of activity content disclose their relevant financial relationships and that conflicts of interest be identified and resolved prior to delivery of the activity. After participating in this knowledge-based activity, participants should be able to describe innovative opportunities for Pharmacy Technician Certification Board, PTCB, certified technicians to assist the health system pharmacy team, discuss the role of certified pharmacy technicians in freeing up pharmacists for clinical activities, describe the importance of including pharmacy technicians in medication safety, quality assurance programs, and information technology implementations, and explain the importance of pharmacy technician education, training, and certification in obtaining innovative positions. This activity consists of three segments. This segment entitled Case Study, a Tech Check Tech Pilot Study in an Academic Medical Center, is approximately 30 minutes and is presented by Beth S. Williams, PharmD, BCPS. Dr. Williams is Director of Pharmacy at the Wake Forest University Baptist Medical Center in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. She declared that she has no relationships pertinent to this activity. The activity planner, Elizabeth Reel, declared that she has no relationships pertinent to this activity. To complete the activity post-test, go to the ASHP Learning Center at http colon slash slash 
ce.ashp.org. Participants should claim continuing pharmacy education credit for this activity only if they have not claimed credit for the live symposium. Thank you for participating in this educational activity. And thank you for the opportunity for me to share with you what we're doing at Wake Forest Baptist to advance roles for certified pharmacy technicians. <clears throat> Over the next 30 minutes, I will describe one of the innovative roles that we are utilizing at Wake Forest Baptist. I will also describe our experience with the Tech Check Tech model of medication distribution. I will describe a regional initiative to expand technician roles in North Carolina, as well as efforts with the North Carolina Board of Pharmacy to take that same experience and translate it out throughout the rest of the state. I want to tell you a little bit about Wake Forest Baptist. We are an 821-bed academic medical center. As the region's tertiary referral center, we offer multiple medical and surgical specialties, much like you would expect. The inpatient team within the Department of Pharmacy consists of 192 FTEs. Of these, 91 are technicians, and just over half, or 52%, are certified pharmacy technicians, PTCB certified. The department manages a highly automated medication use process, and you'll see later why that is an important part of this information. We utilize a hybrid drug distribution model. We are also fully live on CPOE. And these two things together really allow us to provide the extensive decentralized patient care services that our pharmacists provide today. Also, by way of background, I want to share with you that within the past two to three years, our pharmacy leadership team created a vision for pharmacy practice at Wake Forest Baptist. And it's important, I think, to understand this background because it really established the framework for where we are today and where we're headed with our pharmacy practice model and expanded pharmacy technician roles. I have included here five of the 13 principles of practice that make up that document, and I'd like to share these with you. First, services and processes will be patient-centered. This is as opposed to profession-centered. We have got to continually challenge ourselves to stop thinking about what's best for pharmacy and start thinking about what's best for the patient. And ultimately, what's best for the patient is going to be best for the profession. Secondly, pharmacists and pharmacy technicians will provide patient care services as close to the point of care as possible. And you heard Rao talk a lot about how they're doing that now at UNC Hospitals. Third, pharmacists will be the healthcare professional, responsible. This is fully responsible, not partially and not just when it's convenient, but fully responsible for providing patient care that ensures optimal medication therapy outcomes. Fourth, automation and technology will be integrated throughout the medication use process to enhance safety and improve efficiency. And fifth, medication preparation and distribution processes will be technology-driven and technician-managed. Hopefully this will set the stage to help you understand where we are in this journey and how we've gotten to this point in the process. So it's not going to surprise you that it is my opinion that in order to achieve this vision for pharmacy practice, the pharmacy technician is an absolute essential component. 
And I would now like to assess um, the degree to which this audience agrees or disagrees or is as of yet undecided about that statement. That is a beautiful site. Thank you very much. So I'd like to begin the discussion of advanced roles for certified pharmacy technicians by very briefly describing the role of the medication reconciliation technician at Wake Forest Baptist. It's a little bit different from the UNC model, um, and I hope that this will help you understand kind of how our process began to evolve. Our medical center utilizes a team of 11 certified pharmacy technicians, and we have for the past four years. This team of pharmacy technicians have been in place ever since the National Patient Safety Goal for MedRec was implemented. These technicians collect and document home medication lists 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They are strategically aligned at the major portals of entry to our medical center, including the emergency department, the preoperative assessment clinic, the surgery holding room. They also target transfers and direct admits coming into our hospital. And they will call patients up to 72 hours in advance of elective admissions. Briefly, this is our process. The pharmacy technician, as I mentioned, collects and documents the home medication list. The nurse uses that same list as part of his or her admission assessment. The physician utilizes that same list when ordering admission medications in our CPOE system. And then finally, when the pharmacist receives the admission orders and goes to verify them in our CPOE system, the pharmacist has the technician documented home medication list and the physician ordered admission medication list right there on the same computer screen and can reconcile those lists appropriately. So the point here is it all starts with a certified pharmacy technician and this is one of the most major patient care and medication safety related initiatives that our hospital has seen in a number of years. I primarily share this with you because it's a source of great pride for me and primarily because our technicians, much like Rao mentioned at UNC Hospitals, they have been recognized not by the pharmacy profession, but by other healthcare professionals, professionals for the value that they bring to patient care and medication safety. I can still remember the day when the first attending physician walked up to me and said, wow, that technician is outstanding. I didn't know technicians did that. And I am so glad that they are here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because they're really making a difference. That's what it's all about. Well, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time. I know this is a busy slide, but I did want to very briefly share with you that the technicians collect and document the history information in an electronic medical record. In addition to updating the medication list, they collect information such as the source of the information, they try to assess the patient's compliance with their medication regimen, and they also document information about allergies. The preferred characteristics for this type of role include things such as self-motivated, ability to multitask, 
excellent communication skills, some of the things that Rao had already, has already mentioned, advanced decision-making skills. But one of the things that we've found um, that's critical to this role is experience in the retail pharmacy setting is more valuable than experience in the hospital pharmacy setting. So one of the things, if you are considering a role such as this within your department or your organization, I would encourage you to stop and think. We typically tend to think about our superstar technicians within the department and moving them into these types of advanced roles. But if your superstar technician is in the IV clean room, he or she may not be a great candidate for this particular role. So just stop and think about that. These individuals are really interacting more, their interaction with the patient is more based on what they do at home, outside of the hospital. And so that medication information or knowledge about those more home medication or types of home medications is essential. Well, now I'd like to switch gears and talk to you about our experience with Tech Check Tech. Question number two. Is Tech Check Tech utilized in your practice setting? That's great. My research suggests that this audience is probably fairly representative of the country, that it's beginning to catch on, but we're probably not quite there yet as a profession in terms of this being standard of practice. Those of you who are familiar with technician checking, know that evidence exists in support of the model. A group of our colleagues from the Los Angeles Long Beach area of California collaborated on some research that was published in AJHP in 2002. And their research indicated that technicians are less prone to making errors in the checking process than our pharmacists. Again, that will probably come as no surprise to you technicians are wired for this type of thing, and generally speaking, pharmacists are not. Now, that might be a controversial statement for some of you in the room, but I would challenge you to think outside of the box of pharmacists traditionally having to do these types of things. So in 2008, Wake Forest Baptist began its Tech Check Tech journey with a request for waiver to the North Carolina Board of Pharmacy. And specifically, we were requesting permission for this certain group of medications for the technician to provide the final check as opposed to the pharmacist. The experience I will share with you today was implemented about four months ago, and it's in the area specific to restocking of medications for our automated dispensing cabinets. The pilot planning began with the selection and training of six what we call validated pharmacy technicians, and this is a fairly universal term that appears to be used throughout the country at this point in time to describe this role. The validated pharmacy technicians must be PTCB certified. They must have at least one year experience with unit dose drug distribution. They must have successfully completed some didactic training modules as well as a practical exam. The practical exam required that they achieve at least a 99.8% accuracy rate. They were given 1,500 doses to check, and there were intentional errors planted throughout those 1,500 doses. They may have been errors of um, the wrong drug, wrong dose, wrong quantity, the wrong dosage form, or even an expired medication. And the technician throughout that assessment 
had to find the errors. The 99.8% accuracy rate allows them to miss up to three errors out of the 1,500 doses, which is a very high expectation. And, and some of you pharmacists may be sitting out there in the audience thinking, I'm not sure that I could do that, if you're being really honest with yourselves. I will also mention that that same 99.8% accuracy rate is what we use for our ongoing quality assurance audits. So at the time of slide presentation, we had, or preparation, excuse me, we had about seven weeks' experience with this model. And at that time, approximately September 25th, our validated pharmacy technicians had filled and checked over 265,000 doses of medications. The 10% random check, which is required by the pharmacist under this waiver, detected one error, and that one error was an extra dose of the correct medication. What this translates into in terms of average number of doses per day checked by a technician is just over 5,100, which is about 60% of our total non-IV doses dispensed per day. This is really an outstanding an outstanding accomplishment by this team of technicians. I do have some updated information to share with you. As of November 3rd, which was exactly three months' experience with this model, the validated pharmacy technicians had filled and checked almost 486,000 doses of medications. The 10% random check by the pharmacist detected three errors, all of which were an extra dose of the correct medication. And that same average number of doses per day checked by the technician remained consistent at just that 60% of our total non-IV doses dispensed. So based on our early experience, Tech Check Tech has not only proven to be a successful model for medication distribution at our facility, but it's also greatly enhanced the professional satisfaction of these certified pharmacy technicians. And those of you utilizing that model, I'm sure, can say the same thing. I want to switch gears again and talk about a regional initiative within the area of North Carolina where I practice. The Pharmacy Technician Workforce Coalition of the Piedmont was formed in early 2007, and it consists of partners from the three local community colleges as well as three local hospitals, including Forsyth Medical Center, Moses Cone Hospital, and Wake Forest Baptist. Another partner that is involved is Northwest Area Health Education Center. This is the entity that supports experiential training and continuing education of healthcare professionals within the region. The purpose of the coalition, or really the primary reason why we came together, was to address a growing need related to the education and training of pharmacy technicians. And specifically, we wanted to create an associate degree in pharmacy technology that would allow us to prepare pharmacy technicians for advanced roles so that we could also more fully transition pharmacists into direct patient care roles. The coalition obtained grant funding to develop the associate degree curriculum and to implement and coordinate that curriculum in the three community colleges. It was implemented this past August. 
The first graduates are expected to join the workforce as early as May 2010. The curriculum is now available throughout the entire North Carolina Community College system, and we plan to seek ASHP accreditation as early as fall of 2010. Through this standardized education and training, the coalition aims to create and adopt an advanced role for pharmacy technicians where the medication distribution processes are managed by technicians. I mentioned that earlier. And what I would envision is that we get the pharmacists out of the pharmacy, get them up at the patient bedside, and let the technicians manage the workflow within our distributive areas. This is what they're trained to do, and this is where their skill set really sets them apart from pharmacists. Next question. Does your State Board of Pharmacy recognize the associate degree as a credential for advanced technician roles? Wow. Did not expect that. Okay. I think we're getting there as a profession, but this response speaks to the fact that there continues to exist a, a, an overall lack of standardized credentials for pharmacy technicians, and we're still trying to figure that out. Finally, the State Board of Pharmacy initiative. Before I share what we're doing in North Carolina, I'm curious if other state boards of pharmacy recognize advanced technician roles. I wasn't expecting that response either. I really did not think that we were an early adopter in this regard. We're certainly not there yet, but I, I hope that we're only one step away from this. Um, and hopefully other states will begin to catch on and will really start a a good uh, trend throughout the country. Well, let me tell you about what we're doing in North Carolina. We've written a proposed rule to allow for expansion of pharmacy technician roles in the hospital setting. That's key here. It is only specific to the acute care setting because that's where we have our experience in the state of North Carolina to date. The North Carolina Board of Pharmacy has said that they would be willing to expand this rule to include other settings, but not until we have specific experience. So a, a rule was drafted in concept in May of 2009 and approved in concept by the board a couple of months later in August. We began the process of drafting formal rule-type language in September of 2009, and it was approved by the board last month in November. We will be publishing that rule for comment within the next couple of weeks. The 90-day comment period should end in mid-March of 2010, so we could have an advanced pharmacy technician rule for North Carolina hospitals as early as this spring. Specifically, the proposed rule creates the role of advanced pharmacy technician, and its use is encouraged in, again, hospital settings to facilitate the delivery of clinical services by pharmacists. To be an advanced pharmacy technician, one must be registered with the North Carolina Board of Pharmacy, PTCB certified, and hold an associate's degree. Specific to the degree, the rule indicates that it must be obtained through the North Carolina Community College System or from an ASHP accredited program. The latter would allow a technician who has earned the degree and been practicing in an advanced role in another state, if he or she moves to North Carolina, they could continue to practice in that role in North Carolina. So I was glad to see that the 
the board was forward thinking in their approach and just not boxing us in within the state. The advanced pharmacy technician may validate the work of other pharmacy technicians in connection with our standard unit dose medication distribution processes. This might include things like cart fill, restocking automated dispensing cabinets, replenishment of medication cassettes such as emergency drug trays or anesthesia carts. It does not include compounded products, either sterile or non-sterile. The pharmacist would still have to provide the final check of those types of products. All right, last question. Does your state board of pharmacy recognize PTCB certification as a credential for advanced technician roles? And I think that is just representative of the fact that we still haven't figured out what standardized credentials should be to practice as a pharmacy technician in this country. However, when those discussions are taking place, the PTCB certification definitely rises to the top, and it appears that that is um, there's great interest in that being a minimum credential. Well, in summary, PTCB certified pharmacy technicians can absolutely play a key role in safe medication use. I hope that you have, you're walking away today with that thought based on not just the information that I've presented, but the information that Rao has shared with you as well. They are well positioned to own the medication distribution process and are absolutely essential to advancing pharmacy practice. That concludes this podcast. To complete the activity post-test, go to the ASHP Learning Center at http colon slash slash ce.ashp.org. Thank you for participating in this educational activity.